Welcome to another episode of The Outsiders, an expressive and freestyle insight into life direction and the impact of those choices on our health, relationships and place in society. We often use film and music and other creative sources as a foundation for our discussion. My name is Zach Thraves and as ever I'm joined by Mark Clifton. Welcome Mark to this week's uh, recording. We're going to be discussing disconnect, disconnection this week and um, something that I feel a lot of outsiders probably do feel because you can't really be an outsider if you have a connection I suppose. Um, in that sense, uh, I'll throw that over to you, Mark. Hi, to Zach. Continue. Good to see you and hear from you and uh, be in touch with you. I, I, I don't know about this, that last sentence, because uh, disconnection is, I think, a, a response or a, a reaction to, as ever, to our childhood. That's what I always bring it down to. And the way we've grown up, either pushed aside or you know, not given the nurture, support or encouragement that every child, I think, deserves. Mm. Um, and as a response to that, I think we tend to block out over time and not feel the connection necessarily. Mm. But I don't think that's necessarily true in terms of that's it, good night, Vienna, where we are forevermore disconnected <laughs> because I've actually fortunately had the connection in my life since then well most obviously with my with my daughter and you know various events have happened where I have felt part of these the you know the ongoing situation but I do think that as I said previously based on our own stories growing up we do tend to depending on obviously the the background you come from we do tend to block out things go our own way choose our environment very carefully and yeah and and, and it, there is a kind of disconnect that goes with that but i would like just to add another thing before i throw it back at you zach please do um yeah and, and that i think is a lot of this is built up the disconnect is built up from a false sense of expectation and I think that's where this is all where it comes from <clears throat> when we're given a full sense of yeah expectation of things to come and therefore we put a lot of energy hope trust whatever into that experience where more often than not it doesn't reach that level of, of you know of a thing that we, we we are looking for and it becomes necessarily, you know, not necessarily, uh, it could be a bit of a hit and miss affair. And if it's a miss and it's underwhelming, then we tend to deflate and switch off from it. And if that happens yeah. too many times, then we do tend to switch off. Well, what do you think about that, Zach? Yeah, I get that completely, actually, because expectation is quite it plays a big part in that and uh, I, I don't know about yourself but I I am guilty of having high expectations of things that I choose to carry out and when they don't go according to how I visualized it in my head I can sort of I can cr I, I create a sort of apathy towards the whole project and sort of I suppose in a way disconnect myself from 
the things that I'm trying to do. I mean, for instance, we were discussing earlier about social media, and this seems like a good time to to bring that up, that I was busy posting and posting and not really getting much engagement. So because of the uh, because I was expecting something I and I wasn't receiving anything it's I, my instant reaction was to step back and say well that's it then I don't want to do it anymore and it's almost a bit like throwing your toys out the pram in a way isn't it <laughs> yeah so I, don't, I don't like this game anymore yeah I don't want to play it anymore yeah um, but there's a difference though between disconnection and indifference in that sense isn't there yes the indifference comes from I think the years of experience of having the same result, if you like. So, for example, in your situation, if you were doing post, 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 posts, and um, yeah, and and just getting the same results, you would just, you know, progressively feel frustrated with it mm. and start to probably either give up or switch off from it. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to look at this in a, a different light and. And that's good, by the way. But I mean, what we're saying in a lot of the things we're doing is that we might have different views on things, but the outcomes tend to be the same, um, which is, I think, a, a part of our story here, part of our, yeah. uh, our, our ongoing story with what we're talking about. But I, I, I base this on a lot to do with social interaction, actually, rather than social media. And that is based on high expectations of others. Or, you know, expecting from a uh, from a friend's perspective or a partner or anything, you know, yeah. where you suddenly start to expect something from the other person that may be unrealistic or not thought out properly or just completely, you know, unfounded. And yet in your head, you tend to think, well, why on earth did that happen or this happen or whatever? Um, and it's it's yeah. almost, it's it's totally imbalanced. And again, this comes from not having a good sense of who you are and a foundation, yeah. you know, what you're about. So, yeah, there's a parallel there with social media and social interaction. Yeah, it's interesting how, because um, I've been reading about the Stoics and Stoicism a lot recently, and they talk about, one part of their philosophy is to be indifferent to the things that you can't control. And that would tie in with what you've just said, because you can't control other people's actions or reactions because it's it's your expectation of what another person would be wanting to do in a relationship for instance you would be expecting somebody to behave in a particular way or to be excited about a particular bit of news and they're not as excited as you sort of expect them to be you know i i, I would be the sort of person who would like a completely dramatic uh, you know, uh, fireworks going off and balloons coming down from the ceiling, and all you get is a uh, "oh, well done." Balloons, to me, balloons was... coming down from the ceiling—that's a—that's a complete yeah. one for me, I have to say. But have you never had that? Not not coming no. down. <laughs> no. I've spent too long in the theatre. I think that's what's happened. <laughs> it's probably the curtain, that's my, Zach. That's, the that's a truly unrealistic expectation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. But I think the other thing is that when you get excited, as you said, I think that's a really good good uh, way of describing it, and you get excited or passionate about something or someone, possibly, or a situation, and you really are pumped up about it, then um, your expectation, again, is that that other person 
feels exactly in, li- in line with what, you know, or aligned to the way you feel. Um, and it can be the other way around, of course, as well. And then there's a mismatch. Yeah. And that's when things can start to go, go you know, go wrong. So, yeah, I think there's a foundation here or an issue to do with expectation that kicks in yeah. to the disconnect that we, once we've had those ex- you know, negative experiences on an ongoing basis, we get used to it and then we start to become like unemotive towards it. Um, mm. And that's where I think the disconnect starts to happen. A lot of love stories use that, don't they? Use that framework in the story of unfounded love, of somebody wanting somebody but the the feeling isn't reciprocated and then they they sort of disconnect in a sort of heartbroken way of uh stepping away or stepping aside for the hero to have or whoever it is to come in um so it is something that's used a lot in stories but so it's the disconnection which happens to a lot of us i've certainly got stories of disconnecting from from not only people but also jobs as well so uh what about yourself mark yeah, I think over year over the years, um, you know, you start out. You know, think about the first job you've ever had, or the first major job you ever had. Um, I, I I'll never forget mine. All uh, oh, the build up and the you know the fizzazz and the badur, but you know, all the things, the balloons popping and coming down from the ceiling, as you'd like to say. Oh yeah. Um, about that, I've photographs and the whole shebang that went with it. You know, you think you were going off to the moon or something and you know really when it actually happened you know you were so built up and so excited about the whole thing and actually get into the office for the first day you know no one else is really that first whether you're there or no. not there it is kind of an interesting thing isn't it because all of a sudden it's lopsided before it's even even begun yeah i mean my parents were like oh they'll be so this and that and and you come back and you have all that weren't really that uh, that bothered them, but um, you know, and this is yeah. Of course, everyone wants the best for you. You know that that's the thing. But uh, I I do I think in later in life, as I sort of started to really experience relationships and and friendships and stuff, and on my own terms rather than on someone else's. Um, yeah, it, it is interesting how people perceive you, and you know how you perceive others, and. And that, of course, there are times when you actually are in, in alignment with somebody and it's fine. Those moments of alignment, though, can be quite rare, can't they? Which I, yeah. gu- I guess makes them, though, when it does happen, when suddenly it feels like everything has come together. And there's, you have those moments with lots of people, but sometimes it's only once, isn't it? That that it seems to all come together for a, a short period of time and then it's gone. You see, that's, that's the danger, isn't it? Because, as you say, it all goes very nicely for a period of time and then something inside of you or the other person or whatever it is, it, something goes, you know, the fuse, the fusing starts to sort of yeah. uh, disconnect somehow. Something goes wrong and you're like, hold on a minute, that doesn't feel, look, whatever, right. Mm. Um, and then the questions start to happen. And this happens in everyone's, you know, life circumstances. I think it's just okay. a case of how we are put together. That Most, let's say, more balanced people or more rational people would have a more balanced way of dealing with it. But yeah. we probably are so put out 
<laughs> you know, or shocked yeah. or upset or disenfranchised by the whole experience that, you know, we, we tend yeah. to probably respond differently um, until it becomes like a long-standing issue and then you've got to, you know, change the records. It can be quite dramatic, certainly from my point of view, uh, from my perspective and the way that I'm made, I guess, um, within inside of my emotions, that when those things do happen or when things don't quite align in the way that I wanted them to, it is a dramatic thing. It's it's not, um, and it happens in lots of things. It happens in friendships. It happens in in love, in in a loving relationship. It happens in a uh, professional relationship, and it's almost like for my for me, I need a complete change. I can't just sort of. It's either all or nothing, and I have to just go in a completely different direction. And that's and that's very difficult to manage. You see from. Me looking at you talking that way, and I'm, I'm sure vice versa, you know, we want it all to be colour splash, you know, wonderful. Everyone's like, you know, jumping in the air with joy and ecstasy about everything that we do and, 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 and vice versa, you know. But of course, you can't put that kind of pressure or expectation on others' no. shoulders. And I think after a point, if you just feel like you're not getting the same response or connection with the people um or person or whatever it is then you start to start feel a little bit you know disjointed with it and then you start to lose the enthusiasm with it and then you start to become like completely switched off from it and that's when you become hardened to it and you're not you're going down no it's not like bipolar extremes it's just that you tend to lose that sort of edge and joy and kick with it yeah and yeah life isn't a musical is it life clearly not life clearly not would like i'd love to be to, we're all skipping down the street in the rain it would be lovely <laughs> there was, but, um, there was a tv was that tv film talking about referencing to creative things there was a tv series i'm sure people listening to this might remember it was on apple tv i think and it was about a community you just mentioned it a community oh and it was based on they they live life through a musical it was hysterical oh, okay. and every person yeah. would come opening the door going i forgot the name. It, brilliant that was a brilliant idea that uh, we all live in yeah musical environments you know <laughs> it was good. but yeah it would be it would be lovely to, uh, well, I suppose you can lead life like that if you want to be, because it is about reducing your expectation or managing your expectations, Correct, yeah. isn't it? So uh, it's and the same with, I mean, I, you know, we've gone through, to record this episode, dear listener, we've gone through a, a bit of a headache of uh, technical, uh, in the technical department, but we are still here smiling and laughing and enjoying each other's uh, company. The so, um, so it's the expectation of the tech technical expectation or something right i don't know yeah it sounds complicated and wrong say it (laughs) (laughs) it's totally wrong so um mark let's move on to some of your musical choices shall we yeah i mean that's interesting because i went through a phase which i've probably just grown out of recently over the last year or so but i did tend to like a lot of the darker music because it had more meaning and it was more expressive and i could connect with it there were various artists but i mean without listing them off i I think there was a there was well there is an artist or a couple of artists that i quite like listening to um, uh, their lyrics and their sound. And that is uh, David Sylvian. He was the lead singer of Japan. He became a 
solo artist and his music was yep. quite dark and deep um again about i think he was he had a well as most of actually most rock stars or pop stars do have um have issues with depression and his music was very philosophical and deep and 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 about how he was obviously lived quite a rich life but did disconnect from it it became too much and the music um there was a song called red guitar which i really love listening to because it's got a very good uh, it's got a very good sound very it's very simple and yet it's got a, a nice sort of burst a nice hook that goes with it i quite like and the other artist yeah. that i do relate to a lot is also is uh, neil finn from crowded house who also had quite a lot of mental health issues which is quite hard again to believe given his success but uh, he he also wrote a lot about well we actually used it in our title in the second um, pod and that was together alone which was yeah. about his relationship with his i don't know, ex-wife now i guess which i thought was a clever title um again so it just reinforces the idea of it doesn't really matter so much where you come from and what your background is and how successful or not you are or have been you can quite simply get disconnected from what's going on around you you can lose uh, you can become disenfranchised and lose enthusiasm or joy for something um and so i think those two singers and there's lots of different songs that come to mind but i've just you know listed two that do kind of indi- you know do emphasize or underline this kind of topic it's interesting with with a lot of artists certainly singers who were in a band and the, and then the band split up a lot of the time it's because the the the, the artists within the group have become disconnected from their from the sound they're producing uh, from the uh, being with each other every day in the recording studio, that sort of, or on the road all the time. Certainly, I I remember there was a wasn't there a period where Pink Floyd didn't want to they well, they still well, reluctantly come together. Don't one they? of the but, members was very very heavily depressed. Um, I don't yeah. I think it's the drummer. I've, I've forgotten the name, but I was just reading about it the other day. Yeah, he had very very deep depressive uh, bouts. Um, and that, I think, also is because they lose connection with their identity and the yeah. sound or the, the, you know, the message they're trying to communicate. It becomes dispersed. They're all from, you know, yeah. find different ways. So the way to sort of manage it, really, in a sense, just to sort of leave the listener with some some positive uh, <laughs> uh, way forward is is to is to get start first of all to connect back to yourself connect yeah, back to absolutely. who you are inside um and then everything else will if you don't put any pressure on it if you just let things flow through everything uh, everything will follow suit and as we as we know through life there are people that you connect with at certain times of your life who then are there for a particular reason and then you sort of drift apart for and there's no there's no reason no for rhyme it or reason for it no but i th- i think also the the uh, what well, one of my philosophy my you know the, the program and the and the material i'm putting together and is all all about that is actually when we get yeah. back to what we've always been all along rather than sort of living this yeah. facade or this you know this, living this character that other people expect yeah. of us yeah. that's when you start to you know get back 
to who you really are. And on that basis alone, you will meet people that will connect to your, you and your philosophy or your outlook or your way based on, you know, raw truth rather than a false foundation, which is how we started the whole podcast off in the first place. And in the words of the Beatles, get back to where you once belonged. Come together. Come together. Don't anyway, Don't I'm not going <laughs> to sing. I haven't got my bongos with me either. So um, <laughs> that wraps up today's episode on a nice tidy note. Be sure to head to our Facebook page, uh, Hip Not To Be Square. That's the one. Or just find us on Facebook and the uh, the links will be there. Mark and Zach at The Outsiders. And like us, comment, send us share, messages. Share your, your, and also suggestions or thoughts or any feedback from the podcast. Yeah. And we are also, all being well, um, going to be working towards our next live, which is always a lot yeah. of fun. And we get the chance to actually be together again rather than on a, via, via the internet. We will keep yeah. you posted as to where, when how, what, why, and all the other unknown <laughs> And all of that stuff, yeah. And uh, who knows, by Christmas we could be inviting you to the Royal Albert Hall, dear listener, uh, as part of our studio audience. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there, you know, who knows. All right. Good to see you again, and Mark. You, and uh, thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Okay, bye.